Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness, and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at 9 with us. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I got this. Yeah, isn't it my day? I know this. The, I think the thing is messed up, so I apologize. Okay, you can hop on it. Okay. Yes, but good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, April sixth. Today is National Alcohol Screening Day, New Beers Day. Maybe that's because of Bud Light. What's going on over there? National Employee Benefits Day. National Student Athlete Day because all of your students, you should always maintain athleticism. National Caramel Popcorn Day because you know caramel popcorn is way better than regular popcorn. And it's also National Burrito Day and National Teflon Day. I wonder if that's because of Trump going to jail, but who knows? It's also National Carbonara Day, so we know what Gretchen's going to cook for dinner. And National Tartan Day for all of you Burberry fans. And of course, it's National Sorry Charlie Day. Thank you all for getting high at nine with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. We're live every Monday through Friday on YouTube and audio only on Clubhouse. You can use that fancy QR code right there in the top-hand corner of your screen to see where we live on the Internet. So then that way you can follow us on all of our different sites and platforms. If you are joining us in Clubhouse, you can also participate in the show by raising your hand if you have a comment on the story most recently presented. But coming up first, we have the dope dad himself. That's right, Rico Lamite, who has now officially moved, got into his new spot, setting everything up, and has been moving a lot of boxes. That's right, is the dope dad himself, Rico Lamite. Uh, much, uh, much appreciated, Jason. Jason, and um, thank you, everybody, for your patience with me as I get my internet shit together. But, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about jokes and delivery today and Chuck Schumer. Because sometimes it's the joke, other times the delivery. Sometimes you get a tough crowd. But when all else fails, will a change of venue do the trick? We've all been there before. Sometimes you tell a bad joke in a great room of listeners and for some reason it lands and you get a great laugh from everybody. Other times... Phil, you told a great joke and nobody laughs at all. Most of the time, key to comedic success is one's ability to read the room and give the audience what they came for, a good laugh. But Chuck Schumer's no comedian. I mean, he's got the look about it. He and Cory Booker tongue-in-cheek bit last year to have the ever-elusive COAOA bill on the Senate floor drop on 420. 
fell flat. It wasn't funny. The 420 came and went uh, with no bill. Since the Senate last year kept in power, the hands kept power in the hands of Democrats. Chuck's going to have another shot this year to connect with the cannabis community on 420. But has he learned from his mistakes? Kyle Yeager from MJ Moment reported uh, reform advocates announced Wednesday they'll be holding a policy forum in the inside the U.S. Capitol building on 420 with Chuck Schumer as highlighted speaker for the National Cannabis Policy Summit's congressional forum hosted in the Capitol Visitors Center um, Center's congressional auditorium for a discussion on the need for federal reform with a focus on promoting equity in attendance will be advocates, experts, lawmakers, stakeholders, and patients. While pro-legalization festivals and forums have been held outside of the Capitol in Washington in uh, recent years, this policy-centric event is going to be the first actually inside the Capitol building. Other expected speakers are the usual suspects lineup of pro-cannabis politicians, John Hickenlooper, Earl Blumenauer, Barbara Lee, Dave Joyce, Nancy Mason, Brian Mast. And this event is going to be two days ahead of the seventh annual National Cannabis Festival um, at RFK Stadium, uh, former home to the Washington, what they call themselves now, the commanders. And um, I'm sure that uh, our very own Washington insider Gretchen Gailey will be there. But my question is, what new material, if any, will Chuck Schumer even pre be presenting here? And will it even matter? Is Regal Meat, Nobody's Dad on the Street? Good to hear from everybody else on this one, especially Gretchen Gale. What you got? What you, are you going to be there? Obviously. What's going to happen? Yes, I may attend this event. I Once again, Kyle Yeager's gotten his facts wrong. It is not Ooh. the first cannabis event to be held in the Capitol. Ooh. I had that pleasure in 2019. Uh, and had to fight Nancy uh, Pelosi to get it done. And that's the only thing that I will ever love Nancy Pelosi for, is that when, uh, who? oh, the Capitol architect was trying to shut us down two days beforehand, we were doing a premiere of Ricky Lake's documentary, Weed the People. Right. Uh, and we had a number of lawmakers who also participated in it. Um, first, they tried to shut us out of our speaking venue. Uh, and then they shoved us into a basement room underneath, uh, like, the bowels of the Capitol. And we still made it happen. Nancy was the one who gave us the permission to show the movie and still get it done when everyone else was trying to shut us down. Gretchen, um, did you give you the little baby clap? Gretchen, did, I was there. Yes, you were not there. I swear to God I was and I delivered a speech. No, you weren't. I swear to God. Uh, Jason Beck, swear to God, I know what my program was and it, you were not hold there. Hold on, wait, so, well, hold on, because there was an event and I'm pretty sure you were there and it was put together by Safira Galoob, right? Uh, and yes, Safira put on an event that was not my event, oh, okay. uh, and that event was not in the Capitol. Safira's was off to the side in the visitor center. I was in the building. Okay. Under Jason, the dome. You, you, you oh no! I, I mean, it was this? inside the Capitol. It was in in a basement, and there was a bunch of statue congressional statues all over the place. It sounds you, like you were. I, I know where you're referring to, and you were in the visitor center. Bless your heart. There we you go. Think that's the Capitol. However, um, little JJ. I, I had a wonderful lunch yesterday with Reggie Babin, um, where I, that's where I was, who was Schumer's right-hand man and wrote the CAOA. And I asked him, what is Schumer going to do for us lately? And they're like, Meh. so um, I don't know what Chuck is going to be bringing to this event. Um, yeah. I think perhaps uh, he is going to try and resurrect parts of the CAOA. Um, they are holding steadfast that the only way to do this is a comprehensive 
full-blown. That's the only way they're going to get this done. I think if they keep going down that path, they are going to be severely disappointed like they have been in the past. Uh, but Schumer has continued to say that this is going to be one of his top priorities. If it is, uh, the proof is in the pudding. Put shit on the floor and get some votes. That's what I want to see Schumer do. I want to see a plan for bringing bills to the floor for votes. That's what I want to hear from Schumer. Mm. Well, you know what I think Schumer is going to be bringing to this, uh, to this event? What's he going to bring? A whole lot of lip service. Well, that's what yep. he's most well known for. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. Is, 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 is there going to be any movement on Texas, Liz Grow? You know, that's a great question, Rico, and a question that I appreciate. There will be movement, but it won't be enough, I think, to really make a, um, a big enough impact for the patients of Texas uh, who desperately need access to this medicine, not only in gummy form and in tincture form, but in flower form. Right now, we are fighting the ban on smokable hemp flower in our Texas capital. So that's where Texas is right now with cannabis. Uh, but thanks for checking in. <laughs> <laughs> Let me smoke yeah. some hemp at least, you know? Let me smoke some hemp. Oh, so <laughs> oh, harsh. Sounds harsh. We're fighting, man. We're fighting. Makes so my, makes my lungs hurt just thinking about terrible. it. Well, um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be hilarious or quiver. Capillaries are quivering. Yeah. <laughs> you got to write that one down, dude. I like that one. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen of this. And this is just a bunch of, just as you said, Jason, it's going to be more lip service. Um, I thought it was disrespectful the way that they, they're, they're trying to do this cute shit on 420. We're playing with people's lives. Yes. This is medicine. At the end of the day, this, this medicine is not a joke. Um, and the, the, the pseudo holiday of 420, yeah, it means something to the cannabis community, but it's never meant anything to you as politicians. Why are you using that to put policy forward um, as, it, as if that's our Christmas, that, that that's our New Year? It, it, it's not. People want medicine. People have been waiting for decades, for generations for that shit, and they need to get serious about it. They really want to put no. something forward, come to the table with the Republicans, and put together some real solutions to the real problems of America right now. Rico, while I hear what you're saying, um, the timing of this also has to do with uh, people, a number of advocates will be on the Hill that week for fly-ins. You have the National Cannabis Festival happening this weekend, or on the 22nd, 23rd, whatever that is that weekend. Um, They're doing this at this time because they want a room full of people to hear Chuck talk about cannabis. And frankly, you can't get five people together and D.C. to talk about cannabis ever, uh, unless there's a cannabis festival or something going on. What is um, the draw? What is the draw for Chuck Schumer? Why do why are people still wanting to listen to him on cannabis like at all? He hasn't because done. He's anything. a leader and he's in charge of things coming to the floor. He's got all the power yep. in the Senate. He has as much as we hate him, he's got the power. He's the man who can make our hopes and dreams happen. That's right. Um, and especially in an election year, that's when he cares. It sounds like there's going to be a bleak future for all those with hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams are banking already. few to come by. Well, people, have, people have hopes and dreams. You bring back Barack Obama. Uh, there oh, is God. hope for safe this year. That is what they were telling me that they thought would get done is a safe plus. And I'm like, if that's what Schumer's going to lead into, great. Lean into something, Chuck. Uh, something that can pass. Bring, I heard Cheryl Sandberg needs a job these days. She knows all about leaning in. 
<laughs> All my women over oh, that that joke. Hey, like oh, that cross gender jokes over there. Oh, <laughs> Lean oh. forward. That was so random, Miguel. <laughs> Coming up next, y'all know who oh, it we is. Gotta, we got to go to a commercial. We'll be right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. do. It. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Saman Razani coming to you from Green Street here with Jason Beck smoking on the best weed in the world. Did you know that we have an audio-only version of our podcast available on Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Spotify? Tune in now and check it out. Up next, it is the cannabis industry's longest continuously operating retailer known as White Gucci in Detroit, known as Gucci Blanco down at Mar-a-Lago. And you know what? He is going hard for his man in the paint. Donald J. Trump. Indicated person number one, individual one. What do you got for us today, Jason Beck? You got some heavy news coming from oh. a perspective or what? <laughs> No, I, I do have some heavy news that affects a number, a number of people in the cannabis space today because everyone likes to get paid and everyone loves payroll because there's been an exit of paychecks and a headache for hundreds of operators. Human Resources Titan Paychecks, NASDAQ P-A-Y-X, uh, essentially announced its exit from the legal cannabis industry via email sent last week to its marijuana company clients that used it for payroll and other services, leaving potentially hundreds of operators in the lurch. According to an email, a copy of which was obtained by Green Market Report, Paychecks told cannabis clients that it would, it would be drastically Drastically scaling back its services to the point that that is tantamount to an exit to industry insiders said paychecks wrote. Unfortunately, we can no longer provide you with some of the services you are currently receiving from paychecks. The pullback could affect an upwards of 300 cannabis businesses across the country, said Chris Lagana, a New York based marijuana industry consultant and former executive. <coughs> Excuse me executive at cannabis payroll firm work he said paychecks footprint dates back roughly four years uh laguna uh, lagana said paychecks had already begun scaling back its footprint in january when it notified clients that it would be it would be purchasing out its tax pay service for marijuana businesses and the most recent announcement basically completed paychecks withdrawal from the cannabis sector altogether the paychecks notification said that as of May 1st, it would cease offering not only tax pay services, but also direct deposit payroll services and record keeping for employees time and attendance as part of a transition. The company will provide check signing services, for instance, but it did not have much of an exit plan laid out for its cannabis clients, Laguna said. San Francisco-based tax attorney Regina Ugovaleski uh, said Paychex was one of the top service providers in payroll and HR for cannabis companies, primarily because most national firms such as ADP still won't touch marijuana clients. Uh, that means Paychex's withdrawal is definitely pain in the ass level for cannabis operators, she said. It's not the end, end all be all. But it, it is like switching your insurance. It's just a lot of paperwork involved on the back end. Or Gorowski said it's just a difficult scenario to be put in. 
Una, Una Gugvoski, uh warned that cannabis companies should be careful to whom they switch from paychecks because errors in payroll can trigger federal audits and nobody in cannabis should want to face down the Internal Revenue Service over a payroll tax error. Laguna said she's also convinced that paychecks marijuana exit is connected to the failure um, of last month's of Silicon Valley Bank, which he described as a cannabis friendly bank when it came to our cinerary businesses such as payroll providers like paychecks and paychecks did not have banking relationships with svb and says i do not think that's that's any secret and i know they moved most of their cannabis companies through svb he said the most likely explanation for paychecks pivot laguna said is company leadership simply decided cannabis was one more risk it didn't need after the svb went under laguna also noted that for a company the size of paychecks with a 40 billion dollar market cap and 1.3 billion in revenue last quarter alone the likely the likely millions it gets from the marijuana center represent a small drop in the bucket. It's also a reminder that the marijuana business stigma still exists. Thanks to federal prohibition, Laguna said. And in a quote, it it just goes to show you that cannabis companies are still very underserved. Laguna said Laguna said cannabis operators in need of a replacement for paychecks should check out this former company work or or Kaya push and Paragon payroll if you are in need of services well i'll tell you what i got one of these emails and i saw it and i was like what the hell are these people talking about but we'll see what happens and this is jason beck reporting for hi at nine news what do you guys think about this paychecks pulling out is their pullout game strong or is it weak this is shitty this is so weak this is, this is shitty. so shitty like, uh, it's like what do you say mm-hmm. it's just like uh, Womp womp. It's a big fart of federal fucking Schedule One status. We're all smelling it. We're all living in it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Okay? It sucks. Ah, fuck them. I say it's an opportunity for a new company to come along and take all of their business. Where they at? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge it's a huge opportunity. I, I agree with you, uh, Governor, on that one. I'm on the opportunity standpoint, but in the meantime, this really sucks for all the operators, like trying to get yeah, trying to get people paid right now. And yeah, you guys, it's not that easy Nightmare. to stand up a, a company, a payment processing company. You know, there are there's a reason that there are you know a few big players out there, and the fact that paychecks is out is going to hurt a lot of people, a lot of businesses. It's like it's just insanity. You know, it just it doesn't make any sense. But unfortunately, we're all still operating illegally if you are buying and selling um, marijuana in this country. Just why you gotta decentralize everything, man. When you, you have one central focal point, uh, first services, essential services and needs for businesses like this, if one goes down, everybody's gonna be hurting. Mm-hmm. Yep, pain in the ass. Oh, Catalyst got booted from paychecks too. Oh man, that's, that is whack. That sucks. But you're I mean, right. There's going to be a company that comes along who is going to completely change the game, and I just can't wait to see who that will be. You know, the, 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 pro- the problem with all these other cannabis uh, paycheck providers is that they charge more than what paychecks was was, was charging. And so there's just going to be more fees and costs cannabis businesses more money, which in turn gets passed on to the customer. And if weed wasn't already expensive enough, it sounds like it's going to get just a little bit more expensive. Yeah, it's going to be another tax levied on the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. 
So no, this 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 is really 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 sucks, and I feel sorry for everybody uh, that's that's having to deal with this uh, currently. I could see uh, work being probably the the the, the top contender. Uh, they've been around uh, for a long time, and they've been they've been servicing a lot of uh, cannabis companies. Uh, we actually used to work with them back when I was with, uh, at Baker back in 2016. So um, I don't see why they would not just take this over because they were billing themselves as a way better alternative to them. So we'll see what happens. Oh, you'll see. Time will tell. Time yes. will tell. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. You got anything on that one? Uh, um, oh, Gretchen, she dipped out. You know what I'm saying? No, she's there. I'm here. No, I got nothing. I've been a busy writing Tom Angle and Kyle Yeager about how their story is full of yeah, Gretchen. Full of fake news. Can, yeah. can you make that? Can you make that? A, uh, can you make that an op-ed, please? Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> I want to hear what really grinds Gretchen's gears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, look, coming up next, that's right, it's the spicy, red-headed conservative that loves to talk trash and rain on everyone's parade. Mm-hmm. That's right. The founder of Panoptic Strategies and the dog dressing designer that's right <laughs> Gretchen Gailey thank you thank you uh first I would say I do not talk trash I talk facts uh something that people <laughs> like to ignore my is headline just, is coming from MJ Biz Daily uh Georgia bill rejected that would have expanded medical cannabis program Georgia lawmakers voted down a medical cannabis bill that would have created more marijuana business opportunities in the state and regulated Delta 8 products. If House Bill 196 had passed on Tuesday night, it would have given the Georgia Department of Agriculture the power to approve as many as 20 companies for a chance to grow and sell medical marijuana. So far, the state has licensed only two companies to grow, manufacture, and sell low-THC marijuana oil for medical purposes for a marijuana program that could launch this year. I apologize for my handyman. HB 196, which became contentious legislation, failed just before the end of the lawmaker session, according to political news outlet Capital Beat. The final straw that irked senators as well as some House members was the 39-page medical cannabis bill had an additional 15 pages tacked on to the end concerning hemp products, which had not gone through the normal vetting in committee. That final version of the legislation also included language related to Delta 8 products. An earlier version of 196 would have made the state's marijuana regulator the Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission, subject to the State Open Records Act. The legislation also sought to address the rash of lawsuits filed by nine companies, the lost bids for licenses that are holding up the licensing process, Uh, through mediation that could have led to licenses for those companies. The bill was changed at the last minute to abolish the GMCC and transfer its responsibilities to the Georgia Agricultural Department alongside the hemp regulation changes. Uh, I find this extremely frustrating as I'm sure many Georgians do uh, and many doctors like our Dr. Mary Clifton. Um, Georgia just needs to pull their act together and get their medical program moving. This is ridiculous uh, that they can't make this happen. Uh, this is Gretchen for Hyatt Nine News, along with my dryer repair man. <laughs> Mom, I told you not to bother me while I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it sounded like. Your mom is out there with a Hoover. Hey, Gretchen. Uh, vacuum. 
They're, they're cleaning out the, the pipes, which is very important. Yeah, they're cleaning out the pipes. Oh, Brett's getting their pipes cleaned out. I know, you gotta get the pipes cleaned out then. Fire. It can cause a fire. This yes. is very important. Thank you, Lisa, yeah. for the support. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. many anyone knows that. We don't want you to burn up. You're fiery enough, Gretchen, okay? You don't Thank you. Thank you. Dry a fire. Of, there's all kinds of bait laid up in that speech. <laughs> Gretchen, what's your pipe cleaner look like? Don't you yeah. worry about that. Dr. Mary. <laughs> What, what do you think of this bill? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, Georgia, I don't understand. I mean, I, you know, I, but I think that there has been a lot of trial and error from state to state. And we can all look to Missouri as having done such a fantastic job. We have a good roadmap for states who want to adopt a medical marijuana program that's robust and successful. So, uh, so that's uh, that's exciting. That's wonderful that that's there because a lot of states flounder. There seems to be a, a number of moving parts that you know that aligning production with uh, with patients actually getting their cards. It seems to be difficult in many states, and uh, it, and Georgia just seems to have so many roadblocks. I think it's gonna it, it's 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 gonna be tough there. Well, you know, and the Dr. Mary, it seemed like the downfall of this bill in particular was the inclusion of Delta Eight products. Do you think that was a mistake on their part? Well, I mean, you know, if a Delta Eight product is properly uh, is properly produced and properly tested. I'm okay with Delta 8 being available. Different people respond differently to different products. So I hope that uh, I hope that that wasn't part of it, but then you're bringing in even more people that are going to voice concern about that uh, about that bill because then you have all these uh, people who have paid for marijuana licenses that have a uh, competition that's very difficult to uh very difficult to compete against you know delta eight is just under so many is, is under so much less regulation so i can see why that would cause problems for the people who are trying to get these things to go forward is that is that is dr felicia in the building i, I was i was the resident my mind, bro. To read my mind and i do not see dr felicia in here oh. but she's in, she's in great state of georgia so somebody call her somebody from clubhouse get ping dr felicia well she might she oh, might have she, she popped in she popped yeah in. she's right down there in georgia but that is a that program is really stumbling along isn't it i mean i mean it, it, reminds, it sounds like texas's program is reminding me of she kidding 30. me man that's so much farther than texas's program <laughs> I mean, I'm jealous of what the shit they've got going on in Georgia. Hello, at least they're trying. But, many, you know, far from there, you know, we've got you know 29 million people here in this state, and um, you know, as I as as we were just talking about in the chat, you know, it's still spelled uh, it's still marijuana with an H, mm -hmm. and that's what it, the word that is used on our floor of our capital, and it just it's like. Wow. Marijuana. Wow. 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 Wow.
how any of the legislatures even know this issue to that level of detail. Uh, that, that may have been, uh, Gretchen's probably right on that that was a red herring and that they're just trying to avoid having anything pass. Yeah, I think it's the latter. It's, 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 yeah. it's definitely, they're kicking the can and they're waiting for somebody else to move first, just like all of the, the rest of these red states. Wait till this state goes and we're going to go after them and then nobody really goes first. And if and they then do, Texas the never goes. And that's the big punchline. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Like, wow. Nobody wins on this shit. So very, very true. Can we take us a halftime, Jason. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's, let's go. Let's go to commercial. We're gonna be right back. Keeping up to date on the evolving policies of relevant state, local, and federal governments is key to success. When the future of your business is at stake, you need representation as dedicated as you are. With a maze of laws and regulations surrounding cannabis, hemp, and psychedelics, knowing where to begin can be a challenge. Good thing the law offices of Omar Figueroa features a skilled, highly focused team ready to guide you through it all. They're accepting new clients in California and New York. So make sure you check them out at info at omarfigueroa.com. The thoughts, opinions, and shade thrown in high news are those of individual speakers, not those of any other speaker or its followers. The statements made do not constitute legal or accounting advice, and our speakers make no representations regarding the legal status or of any substance in any country, area, territory, or its authorities. The views expressed in this room do not establish any fiduciary responsibility or relationship. Our sponsors do not imply or constitute any endorsement by us or the expression of any opinion whatsoever in the part of any speaker on stage. So if you are an easily offended person, Hit up Thumbtack. Gretchen has a couple jobs for you. Pipe cleaning services. <laughs> Thorough. <laughs> Vacuuming outside the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Got it. Exactly. The control tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The micro texture of the SE pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures. And with the tower propelling at 2600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient dab experience to date. The control tower from Highly Educated. Up next, she is an advocate, storyteller, co-founder of Grow House Media and the host of Feminized Podcast, where she interviews some of the dopest women in the game. And you know what? She is also an expert of all things windowsill cultivation. When it comes to Delta 8, Delta 10, uh, THCO, THCA, like all of that stuff, this is the person you need to be talking to. Coming to the stage next, you know who it is, Liz Grow. Oh my God, Rico, your introductions just make my life. Um, I'm really excited, you guys, to bring you a story from Thailand today. It's not a great story, but it's a story nonetheless about another country who's legalizing cannabis, um, but that things aren't quite going as planned. And this story actually comes from Reuters, and it's Thailand's promised cannabis bonanza disappoints as politicians trade blame. So Thailand's ambitious plans to capitalize on the cannabis market have fallen short, leading to disappointment in politicians pointing the finger at one another, as they do in all countries all across the world. After the country legalized marijuana, 
2018 for medical purposes and further relaxed regulations in 2021, many anticipated a thriving cannabis industry. However, the government's tight control over cultivation and distribution, coupled with bureaucracy, has stifled growth. We cannot rush. We need to be careful. We're talking about drugs, said Dr. Sufan Mikton, chairman of the Government of Pharmaceutical Organization. This quote highlights the government's cautious approach deprioritizing safety concerns when dealing with the, excuse me, prioritizing safety concerns when dealing with the cannabis industry. However, some small businesses have benefited. Larger investors and overall economy has yet to see the economic boom initially expected. Critics argue that until there's significant deregulation, Thailand's cannabis industry will continue to underperform. The potential is huge, but the government has been slow and too conservative, said opposition MP Anuntin Charvinyan Kul, who is also a former health minister. Apologies, I completely butchered that name. However, he criticizes the government for not taking a more proactive approach and capitalizing on the cannabis industry's potential. This story is so exciting for so many reasons. Um, it's, you know, we can talk about it from a business perspective, we can talk about it from a cultural perspective, um, but I just, I wanna dive in because one day y'all, I wanna have a sesh um, in Phuket. Um, that's just one of my fantasies as, you know, small town Texas girl reporting for Hyatt Nine News from deep in the heart of Texas. This is Liz Grove. You know, I brought up Liz this uh, Thai story on my TikTok. A few, uh, I mean, it was probably it was. It's been some time, and I got so many people that said, "Let's bring back the Thai sticks," <laughs> from which right? apparently I didn't know what a Thai stick was, but it's like a. Uh, I mean, has anybody else looked into developing these? There, they they actually dip the center of the stick that they put the cannabis around in uh, in a uh, in a. Um, uh, in in some type of um, heroin or a similar product, a very very small amount, and then put the cannabis around, then wrap it in cannabis leaves, and then dry it. And uh, and people who have had them really love them. I don't think that we can exactly replicate heroin. them. That's wise, but I think they'd have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, if they brought back the tie sticks in some in some more safer form. I was yeah. with, the, with the cost of fentanyl like cheaper than 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 heroin. I don't see like many people using heroin. <laughs> no, I don't. Know. Wait a minute. What it was. Wait a minute. Do you guys you remember can... how tie sticks were produced? But I think you could even use a more psychedelic, uh, um, uh, uh, synthetic product like uh, like Delta Ten or um, it, it, one of those products. You know, to it to enhance a more psychedelic experience with it. But even yeah. just having like that classic appearance would be a great place for Thai, oh, yeah. Thailand hit the market i bet you this many americans talking about it i bet you everybody in thailand wishes they could have a thai stick too yeah i think i think you know, pertaining to liz's uh, story with them like kicking the can like everybody else in the global industry i mean isn't the country like correct me if i'm wrong um isn't the country of thailand right now like operating like the whole country operating like 215 like prop 215 was out here in uh, California, where it's like pretty much it's no enforcement, uh, but it's a quasi legal market. I, am I correct with that, Jason? Gretchen? Say it again, Rico. Rewind. The 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 country of Thailand, the way they're operating right now, like everything's kind of legal, very kind of not. Yeah, like, yeah. Like 
15, right? Like two 15 days, yeah. And I mean, in all fairness, too, they're getting fucking amazing. They're getting, excuse me, they're getting amazing numbers out there. Like, yeah. you know, you're getting four or five thousand dollars a pound out there. Easy, easy, easy. And grams are selling for like twenty five, thirty bucks. It's just like yeah. when L.A. first first opened up the weed game. Yeah, so many people, so many of my homeboys and homegirls have gone over there and they're doing fucking work. Dude, I, I, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> I'm trying. Not to we cuss. appreciate that. Is it, is it, is it, you know, it was just so amazing because it was so, um, just taboo, you know, not even a decade ago and there's been a a shift and I, um, I mean, I've always, who doesn't want to go to Thailand, you know, I mean, it's just like, it seems like such a magical place I've never been and with cannabis and then the mind shift to, oh, this is a plant, you know, I feel like even if you don't use that plant, if you live in those markets where the you know majority um, believes that it is medicine. You know, it's just a different vibe. You know, and um, I'm I don't, I'm excited for Thailand because of that. It definitely sucks that the politicians um, are probably you know. I don't think it really sucks. I, see, I don't I don't really think it sucks though. I don't really think it sucks. Once you add regulations, once you add like uh, once they go forward with uh, I know Gretchen loves at regulation and all that Re- stuff. Regulation's once you, great. Once you go forward with that stuff, like. You 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 stunt the growth of entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneurship, and you bring in the government and you bring in all this control. And and, and two fifteen was the great was it was the greatest time here Can in you the hear my side? Well, then I am not all for regulation. I am for consumer okay. safety. There's a difference. CCCP. And, and absolutely, I mean, I, Gretchen, you're so right. You know, we don't. Well, the last thing you want to do is have tourists go to Thailand and grab a Thai stick, and you know, and have it's their last damn Thai stick because the market is just so crazy, and you can't, you know, control, you know, have you know, have safety measures in place. So, right. and I think take time, but I just, I guess, I'm just like um, always a pessimist when it comes to politicians and like humans making laws around mm-hmm. cannabis. I feel like they slow it down because they want to know how much they can get from it, you know, and then the people will have access. And we really do. operating with such a low level of facts, of factual information. Right, right. We do have uh, Troy up from the Clubhouse audience. Troy, what do you have to say about Thailand? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my buddy just got back. He, he does a couple grows and stuff in uh, Oaks, Oklahoma, but it's still a mystique. He said that he went through Vietnam, he went through Thailand, Bangkok, and all that, and there was no place at all that he went that he could smell it in the air. It's, mm-hmm. it, and then when he went into the cookie store, he was the only one in the cookie store. So it's not like the, the cookie theater with the lines going around the block. And and like you said, you can get a, a you can get a beer and a shot for like a quarter to fifty cents out there. You know, the type the the beer the Thai beer and stuff. So I think it's just stigmatized really bad down there and I, I'm interested to see how the business owners are doing out there. Yeah, but you know, a lot of the a lot of the weed is a lot of it's all California weed that's being sold out there, Troy. Yeah, that's what he said, because I asked him, you know, how was it? Was it all dried up and old and over there in Thailand? And did you get a Thai stick and all that? But, yeah, he said it was good. He said, like you said, there's California herbs out there. You know what, Jason? Like, on, on, a, on a global level, maybe you can speak to this too, Troy. Like, on a global level, like, maybe California should become the Monsanto of cannabis and just spread our seeds all over the world, making us forever owners of the plant and of the industry. What do you say about that, Jason? 
What? Don't put those two, don't put Monsanto and California <laughs> cannabis in the same California place. weed is permeated Please. all culture, all regions of yeah, the world. But, California yeah, is the number one brand in, weed in the entire world. In, in the entire world. So now that, uh, that that California cannabis is everywhere on every ca- every continent, should we not lay claim to that? Should we not should. drop? We should. Just something better well, than Monsanto. We, is what we, I'm so, anybody smoking, so anybody in the world smoking on California cannabis should pay us a tax? Hell yeah, they should. <laughs> Hell yeah, they should. But we have LS up in the clubhouse. <laughs> what do you have to say about this, LS? Uh just that uh, being uh, 73 years old, I had the opportunity of living in L.A. back in the 70s. I had the original tie stick when it came over. Um, I never believed that it had heroin on it or it sprayed with anything. It was like really great land race sativa. Maybe later they might have done something like that, but it was really great pot. It was wonderful buds tied with a hemp string around a stick, like a chopstick kind of thing, and it was just great pot. But wasn't it like outdoor weed, L.S.? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Boof. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for that. Uh, you know, you know, it's funny, too, is because uh, we had some buddies that were just out there in Thailand. They did a whole video, the, our friends over at High Rise, and they did a whole little video. And they actually found some uh, some native Thai stick while they were out there and got, got, got some footage of it, smoked it. You know what I mean? And 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 in all honesty, if I was in Thailand, I would find it out there, too. And, and, and I would try it even if I didn't like it just so then that way to say that I found it. I tried it and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Jimmy Devine over <clears throat> Jimmy Divine over at High Times had a great time over there, man. Jimmy Devine's not at High Times; he's at LA Weekly. LA Weekly. It, where, yeah. where where is he not? Where is he not? He like writes for he, absolutely. He's not. He's not at High Times. I can tell you that much. It might be hash Divine. that those plastics stories. were dipped oh, in in the middle <laughs> that um that that result because that because I think the hash is what's making it. Let me see if I can put this up to my camera and if it'll show up. But oh. it's it's the hash. It's what's making it uh, sticky, and then oh, yeah. and then everything gets wrapped around it. So now that we have D eight, which is basically synthetic hash, you know, you could make these Thai cigars and have uh, and have some fun. I think that they would sell because people really think about them. It's just what? Yeah. I don't really sell that much, Doctor Mary Clifton. I've, really? I've I've sold I've sold this stuff a number of times, and it doesn't really sell like you think it would sell just what it is yeah it's fancy looks nice whatever cool good cool thing to look in, at in your display case and whatnot but as far as the average consumer purchasing it um yeah and actually consuming it very 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 little of that hmm. but uh Something i guess do on vacation in thailand then I novelty we'll yeah exactly that's why i said i would i would do it if i was in thailand it, i'd have to be there sell it to the tourists mm-hmm um, but we, we are short on an ad today, so I apologize on, on that, guys. Apparently, YouTube doesn't like some of the music involved in one of these ads. So it is being silent. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get for having over a thousand subscribers? Yeah. Oh, we got oh, we, we hit we hit a thousand subscribers and we all of a sudden become corporate media. <laughs> hey, you know, that's how it works. How it works. And thank you to Ingrid Faye. For that, for that we uh, appreciate that. all these rules make my penis soft. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> but coming up next, we have 
Nicholas Wildstar, who represents the black conservative voice who Joe Biden would love to silence for even acknowledging it exists. That's right. Here coming up to change the narrative. That's right. It is none other than governor himself, Nicholas Wildstar. The governor. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? The German government is reportedly considering a cannabis legalization light model instead of a full legalization due to concerns that nationwide legalization could violate European law. This model would involve a trial program similar to those adopted by other jurisdictions, such as the Swiss city of Zurich, under which recreational cannabis sales would be limited to certain parts of the country for three to five years. This news comes after the center-left Social Democratic Party, a key member of the current coalition government, issued a statement signaling that officials are prepared to scale back their ambitions for comprehensive legal, excuse me, leg, legalization. Uh, the party suggested ideas such as allowing home cultivation for a limited number of plants, limited uh, personal possession, and investing profits in addiction and prevention um, initiatives. Industry executives are not surprised by the latest news as they have been expecting a model projected for several months and anything else would have been too difficult to align with EU regulation. While the scaled back initiative would be a major step, it is too early to come to conclusions as German ha uh, Germany has yet to produce a draft law and the process for approval from the European Commission is ongoing. Germany's changing plans have already caused one large Canadian cannabis producer to scale back its revenue forecast as federal legalization in the U.S. and Germany has not played out as the company had expected. So basically, while Germany had previously planned to legalize and regulate adult use cannabis, federal officials are now reportedly considering a trial program. Uh, model instead. This news comes after the center-left Social Democratic Party again issued a statement signaling that officials are prepared to scale back their ambitions for comprehensive legalization aimed for this Easter, believe it or not. While a limited trial program would still be a significant step, it is still too early to determine what form of the eventual legalization will take as the process for approval from the European Commission is still ongoing. Reporting for the High Nine News Hours, this is Nick Wildstar, AKA the governor. Speak now or forever hold your peace. So Germany was getting a little ahead of, their, a little ahead of themselves, huh? I think they finally realized that all that Canadian weed is boof, and so they need to pivot. Yeah, they got to pivot. The pivot game way strong. Why don't they just import the? Why don't they just import the stuff, the the, the cannabis from um, um from Africa? You know, Work from Africa. Yeah. 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 Ooh, very smart, Rita. Isn't it that Uganda had a contract with Germany and Canada when California uh, dropped the ball in the beginning and let the the uh, importing go to Canada. Uh, it went to Germany for Canada. It was Uganda got the contract for Canada and Germany. Wow. Mm. So Did I was I, in 2018, I was in Jamaica and there was a um, big excitement around Germany um, importing Jamaican cannabis oil. That was the big talk of the town. 
Um, I didn't. I never really followed up on that. I don't follow, um, you know, kind of what's going on in German cannabis, but. I know they've been thinking about it for a while, bringing in the top quality product rather than growing it themselves. Um, so, and I think that just makes sense. You know, if we're talking about a global economy and, and California being the best cannabis in the world, um, you know, why shouldn't anyone be able to import that product? You know, Germans are smart, y'all. Yeah, I, I can't find the, I can't find the California dropping the ball on that but as I, I, I found like back in 2019 Uganda was supposed to be exporting cannabis to Canada and Germany but um, there should be you know, more of that shit aren't some folks exporting from Colombia into Germany I thought it was all coming from Canada uh, well Canada. they should be exporting from Colombia into Germany oh, I know they're exporting from other to other places in Europe from Colombia so why not Germany they go be for it it should be, but yeah, Germany, Germany needs to get their stuff together and uh, get off that uh, celebrity train. Ever ever since uh, it was a Heidi Klum came out there, but Jay Z was out there. Um, um, uh, who else? Who else was out there? I can't remember who else was uh, went out there to push legislation forward. Everything's been slow walked since everything, and they're going to be Heidi's fault. It's mm-hmm. Heidi Klum's fault. Yeah, yeah, and that Heidi Klum. Yeah, came uh, up there looking like a snack. She you know what I'm saying? Strut down Detroit. for cannabis runway, okay, is what she needs to do. And she, she needs to get Germans on board. <laughs> so I've never seen them do a uh, cannabis related dress challenge on Project Runway. Maybe that's what we should do. What a miss. That hemp, be though. Awesome. You gotta use hemp fabrics. Hemp fabrics. Hello. Hold on. Project yeah. Runway still running? Yeah. Project Runway still. So, so. Okay. Still, well, it's got yes. a lot of runway. It's, it's got a lot of runway. 486. <laughs> I think <laughs> is, Tyra, is Tyra Banks still on there? No, she was in America's Next Top Model. That's a whole different show. <laughs> no, Rico, 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 Rico. Stop. But in the, uh, Stop. In, How old are you, Rico? It, it, Come in on, the, let me in, start in the clubhouse chat, uh, Troy did share a link that that uh, that it is true. Yes, they had a had a deal with the Canadian government, and it was a 16 million dollar deal to export cannabis from canada to germany 16 million dollar deal how far does that money go in uganda or in, well uh, i mean when you're buying booth weed it goes pretty far <laughs> hey how about some california <laughs> you know cultivators go to uganda and set something up you know what's what what's why can't we why can't we do that why can't we look at the cannabis industry as like a the truly global industry i mean i know why we can't because of federal um, rules and laws. Well, I appreciate just, where you're coming from, Liz. The corruption in Africa would n- not help the situation. Uh, don't, oh. don't put it on Africa. It's corruption I, everywhere. Oh, oh corruption. yeah, because it's the most legit continent ever. It's Heaven forbid I speak some facts that there's corrupt governments in Africa. Oh, oh man. I'm hating yeah. again. Oh, 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 oh. The American <laughs> government is not corrupt? The American, are you saying the American government is not corrupt? <laughs> I don't say we're not capitalism. corrupt. All Less of, corrupt. Uh, Money corrupts the, people. The governments in Africa don't have some corruption going on is 
ridiculous. We need to move past this nobody, whole nobody jump that. to defend. Well, all of a sudden, I pointed out, no, my God, the world's coming to an end. Holy shit. Nobody said the uh, African government is, is not corrupt, but you can't single them out. Germany's uh, government's corrupt. Every government is corrupt. You got a lie is a lie, right? And, 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 and right now, and right now, America is totally corrupt as evidence of all the news that we were getting to watch yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going to go there, Rico. You know, you know, you I was going to take it there, man. I, I just love that these days I don't I don't have to bring up 45 and, and, and you're already defending him. Mm. <laughs> I missed, out, I missed the show yesterday. Can you guys fill me in on what happened, Rico? Or uh, just what? kidding. The show? No, no, just kidding. I just knew the news would really hurt Jason. And sad Trump, a sad Trump meme. Jason hasn't been sleeping well. It's been rough on him. I've been sleeping great. I told you it's National Teflon Dawn Day in the beginning of the show. (laughs) Gucci Blanco's been working overtime on East Coast time. (laughs) East Coast time, getting up on East Coast time. (laughs) Landed down on West Coast time. That's right. Putting together the case. He's doing the tweets. Oh, yes. Well, you guys are. I can't wait. I can't wait. You got this next one, Rico. All right, let's, let's do it. All right. Uh, Dr. Mary Clifton. I know. I'm getting, getting yeah, my, Dr. Mary. I'm trying Would to get like myself. I'm trying to get myself together. I got this. This 25 year board certified integrative medicine internist is a two time best selling author and the CEO of Balanced Medicinal, where she and her expert team get together and mix some good stuff up so you don't have to. When you can't, when you don't see her on the show with us, chances are she's walking around with a selfie stick around Central Park. Come to the stage next. Y'all know who it is. Dr. Mary Clifton. Thanks, Rico. That's why I can't host the show because I can't be creative on those little funny intros like that. (laughs) I've got a great new article. The, quote, most conservative Massachusetts GOP lawmaker files three psychedelic reform bills, including a measure to legalize. This was published uh, four hours ago by uh, Kyle Yeager in Marijuana Moment. A Republican Massachusetts lawmaker has filed three new psychedelic reform bills, including proposals to legalize substances like psilocybin and reschedule MDMA pending federal approval while setting a price cap on therapeutic access. The measures are from Representative Nicholas uh, Boldiga, B-O-L-D-Y-G-A who describes himself as the, quote, most conservative member of legislature and the latest examples of psychedelic reform that lawmakers uh, in the state are pursuing in this session. Quote, people are suffering from debilitating mental issues such as PTSD, traumatic brain injury, anxiety, and depression. These psychedelic compounds and plant medicines are offering hope and healing to those that were once hopeless. And may I add, undertreated, you know, we've closed so many of our mental health and uh, long-term facilities that so many people are out on the street or in jail with mental health rather than being taken care for it and handled in a loving way. Quote, plant medicines have been used for thousands of years by various cultures around the world. They truly are revolutionizing how we approach mental health and well-being. So there's three bills here, HB 3589, This legislation would legalize the possession, cultivation, and gifting of up to two grams of psilocybin, ibogaine, DMT, and mescaline for adults 21 and older. This reform is about ending unjust laws and expanding legal access. 
HB 3605 would legalize psilocybin for adults 18 and older through a regulated model, similar to the system that Oregon is implementing. Regulators um, would also be authorized to license independent schools to train facilitators on how to effectively administer psilocybin. HB 3574 is uh, an automatic reschedule uh, <clears throat> made available for the treatment of PTSD if the FDA approves it. And it would set a cap of $5,000 per session using MDNA to prevent price gouging. Quote, I share similar concerns among grassroots advocates about access, access, availability, and the over-corporatization of psychedelic compounds and plant medicines. I look forward to working with advocates and others to do everything we can to deliver this life-saving therapy to as many people as possible suffering with PTSD. And, you know, I'll add there that we, we, we see PTSD as a... Uh, as a, as a veteran's problem, but when you uh, look over people's life with all of the various things that people go through, upwards of 90% of us have PTSD triggers. So there's a, a lot of people who could stand to benefit uh, from, a, uh, from a system that currently really needs additional effective medications. And I'm uh, Mary Clifton, uh, reporting from New York City. Oh, thank you so much for that, Dr. Mary. Isn't so it great news? That it's Massachusetts' top GOP that is introducing this bill for all <laughs> the players out there. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. What you got to say about that, Rico? Yeah, I got to say about that, Jason. Exactly. Nothing, huh? That's what I'm hearing. A whole bill, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the volume up, Rico. Come on now, drop that. I'm not hearing nothing, Rico. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, oh dear. I stink. <laughs> <laughs> My shit ain't working right, man. I got <laughs> recalibrated. You're being silent by your roadcaster today. <laughs> His corporate roadcaster has been has been silenced by YouTube corporate media, telling us we can't say bad words, telling us we can't. Smoke on air, putting the bad people down, the good people up. Um, Dr. Mary, thank you for that story. It was uplifting and exciting, and I'm excited for the citizens of the Commonwealth um, because it's coming, and it's coming legally, and it's going to help a lot of people, that being psilocybin, you know. And what you said about PTSD, I mean, is, is so true. If we live through 2020, like, we've got PTSD, like yeah. you do. And, yeah. you know, it's just one more beautiful, natural form of relief, I think, for, you know, those horrible symptoms that keep us from just living our best lives. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when, when I'm working people, people are talking about using a very high level of, of high THC products and still having breakthrough symptoms, you know, I tell them that there's, you've got to start looking for a different alternative, that this drug is helping, but it's not the answer for you. But then, uh, but then it's hard to continue the conversation beyond that because these other alternatives are still pending and are, are still, you know, at high risk for, uh, for uh, legal implications. So things like this coming through are going to are going to be very helpful in the future. 
we well, keep on seeing well, more and more of these uh, um, with uh, psychedelics going forward um, with little to no friction. Um, uh, do you think that they're, uh, we're going to see a massive um, of letting of psychedelics to go through uh, on a federal level before, um, before cannabis? Yes. I do, yes. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why you're saying I don't, Jason I don't. Beck. I don't think so. Ha have you looked at what's going on in the world? Of course. I pay attention very, very closely, Gretchen. I know. You pay attention to everything. Uh, so you would also be paying attention to the FDA saying cannabis? What the fuck? I don't know what to do with that thing. We so, already know the FDA has. But the FDA it. doesn't have that issue when it's coming to psychedelics. They don't have to go the same route that the cannabis is fighting. No, so, they don't. And they have better studies. They started out with yes. very well-funded, effective studies, and they're and they're single molecule products. So mm -hmm. they're they're much easier for the FDA to regulate. It falls right within typical FDA regulation. So I think they. I don't think they'll be fast tracked necessarily, but I think they'll move much quicker than cannabis. Yeah, they're not going to face these same hurdles or the same stigma at all. The cannabis same social faces. stigma. Yeah, you don't have the the war on drugs wasn't uh, wasn't really focused on psychedelics. I think that's going to help it move forward a lot quicker uh, too. So, is what it is. Yes. Once oh, again, okay. Gretchen for the win. Gretchen is right. Jason back to say, <laughs> I know Gretchen. I bow down. That was right, Gretchen. <laughs> Oh, God. I, I thought I thought you'd come out saying exactly that, Gretchen. I, I, I'm uh, I'm excited for the psilocybins to hit the market and see how they can create uh, great outcomes for so many people. What what is an entheogen? I, I it's uh, I think well that's a good question. I mean I think I would have to look that up to give you an exact definition. It's oh, yeah. a I think it's a psychedelic plant a plant derived psychedelic. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna let you guys Google Google all of that so we can get a proper definition. But thank you for that super band. chat. We yeah, appreciate that very, very, very much. Yeah, a chemical substance, typically a plant origin, ingested to produce a non-ordinary state of consciousness. A non-ordinary <laughs> state of consciousness. This is so broad. That's the worst definition ever. That's so bad. Oh, hold on, so hold on. So, so, what, is, so, what is an ordinary consciousness? Does that mean that coffee can be considered an entheogen? Who's ordinary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is ordinary? By that definition, I think it would. You, you agree with me, Doctor Mary? Oh, coffee. Yeah. Being yeah. an entheogenic. Yeah. I, I don't think that's what they're referring to. I don't think a light uh, buzz is from coffee is what they're referring to. Maybe maybe coffee and a brand muffin. Whoa. And a brand muffin. <laughs> now we're talking. Ridge in traffic. What, what if it's a raisin brand muffin? <laughs> no, I don't think a raisin brand muffin really qualifies as a no. brand muffin. Okay. How, how come how come uh, poppy seed bagels don't get me high? Because it's not prepared. <laughs> the way that it needs to be prepared and going back to those tie sticks before we have to wrap it up, you know, how do I activate, how I think do I activate that the heroin poppies? angle and fentanyl. I don't think you want to mess with that. I think you want to go with poppy hash in our tie sticks. Great advice. Liz. Thank you. Always added value. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah, there, there, there you have it. Let's grow. Always offering uh, tips on um, alternative medicines when it comes to anything but real cannabis because it's illegal in Texas. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Wrap it up. Time to land the plane. Let's do it. Am I doing the outro too? Yeah, you got the outro. <laughs> Somebody wrap it up. Dude, my, my brain does not work today, man. All right. This is what happens when you, this is what happens when you are moving 
nonstop for the last two weeks and you just like everything splurts together so but thank you all out there for tuning in for a, another episode of high nine news you can always catch us weekdays 9 a.m pacific and high noon on the east coast big shout out to our live audience members and online supporters tuning in and giving us feedback on the daily headlines of chaos also known as the developing cannabis industry even though we're a little bit more censored now <sighs> keep on bringing the heat Love the trolling. Love the uh, the, the 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 crap talking <laughs> in the background. Keep that crap coming. Our vetted industry correspondent team from all over the global community bringing us much needed variety of perspective and adding your respected opinion to the conversation too. Our production team, thank you Cloud Media Partners, House of Fuego, the wonderful Jaja Simone, holding things down for us down in Clubhouse and all of our sponsors too. And to our haters out there, Got thousands, we got thousands of subscribers now. Get your game up. We monetize up in this mug. So, uh, Keep hating, and we gonna keep loving. Spread some more love, the Burt Bacharach away. And always, Cannabis Sativa L, the reason the Hyatt 9 News team shows up to read these headlines every single day. We're gonna forever be in debt to your greatness, and we're gonna keep on smoking and put you in the air. It is Thursday, April 6th, 2023. The show is over, and you've been blessed with today's top industry headlines. Hope it's enough to, for you to put in your pipe and smoke it until tomorrow. My name is Rico Lamid, the dopest dad on the street, and um, we're going to give it to Liz Grow. What you got for us? Take us out today, Liz. Hey, thanks so much. Taking you out from deep in the heart of Texas, where I am reminding you that cannabis is still pretty much illegal. We have 29 million people in the state, 29 million patients who don't have access, and it's also criminalized. Okay, people are still going to jail for this plant in Texas. So I ask you, if you are in Texas, get involved on a local level. Get involved in this conversation. Talk to your friends about the fact that we're still locking people up for weed. If you're not in Texas, please send your prayers and your good vibes um, because we definitely need them. So thanks, guys. This is Liz Grove from High at Night signing out. Peace. Much love. Take us out. Huh?